you know, which were very successful. And then you also had, you know, Carl Weathers in uh, The Predator, you know, one of the best characters in there, you know. And plus you had that that meme with the two muscle arms getting together, like, you, you know, son of a bitch. Men. <laughs> you know, it was, it, was, it was the simplification of two big meaty men. You know, going Slap at it, you know, seven meats, you know, <laughs> quote, quote Biggie. <laughs> um, but yes, you had, you know, this guy there that was, he was like the best friend of Sylvester Stallone, the best friend of Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, but he always cared that even by himself, you know, it was something he had a presence on his own that he was oh definitely great. Oh, um, don't forget, don't forget Brady. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Oh my God, yes, Happy Gilmore. Um, God, yeah, he was really gross. He was funny, Happy Gilmore. Uh, and now, thinking about the scene of him, you know, playing the piano, seeing it's only just begun, now it's just it's like... I'm um, sorry, man, real quick, just shout out to Big E, because that will never not be funny. It will never not. It will never It's Two classic. Two big mini men. Two <laughs> big mini men with big chests and big muscles bumping meat. <laughs> Two big mini men bumping me. <laughs> Nothing homo writing at all about that. No, no. Just, oh, just action movies. That's all. Um, and, and you also, and then also, you know, the most recently with the, the Mandalorian, um, was just character. I loved his character in the, the Mandalorian, and I was hoping to see his character more because he, he was he was on each season, and also his best, the best episodes of the Mandalorian were the ones that he directed. Right, and yeah. so that just shows the talent that he had. I, I watched his career; he was, like he had a TV show from back in the day, like with the former football player. I think he's on the Today Show with a football player. Um, he was a Raider. Yeah, like yeah, that's another thing. Everyone gets that. Everyone he, gets that. Yeah, and, and and not to put it out there, but the man was like like a Greek god the way he looked back in the day. Like no one looked like he had the perfect mustache. You know how they had like. Tom Selleck mustache. It's all about. Yes. He had the perfect mustache. It just never went nowhere. He, he, yeah. It just everything, the shape up, everything, the perfect fro. And was it too high? Was it too low? It was perfect. He ain't never seen it like misshapen or nothing. It just looked like he woke up perfect, you know. Right. And that's, that's just he was the he was, he was the, the black Kurt Henning. He was yes. the black Mister Perfect. Yes, basically. Yeah. Except, yes, um, definitely a, a talent. Uh, and he, to this day, so it's like. Even when you think people are even the best shape of their lives, when it's, when it's time, it's time. So, you know, but shout outs to Mr. Uh, Carl Weathers and his family, you know, forever young. Um, all right, so the Royal Rumble happened finally. Yep. It's over now. Yep. Cody won, Bailey won. Yep. Uh, it's easy to see Bailey, what's going to happen Bailey, with Bailey. You know, Bailey. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bailey. If you're listening, if you, if you ever see this, uh, I'm single. I'm just saying. Uh, Bless. Damn, fuck, fuck the both of us. Damn. You gotta have everybody else. I gotta have everybody else. I'll take Bailey, please. Bailey, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, Sa Sasha's side, 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 side quest. Uh, Bailey, if you're ever seeing this, holla at your boy. What you're saying? Go on a date, you know. Get some of the drinks. You know, I don't drink. You can drink. But, I mean, uh, I pay for it. You know, uh, I'm shooting my shot, y'all. Shoot my shot. So, uh, we're going to have a fun time. You know, we have a fun time. You know, that's all I look at. It, you know, so. You like tacos? Uh, we get some tacos. 
pizza, whatever, whatever you want. Can we get Sushi. back to the podcast, please? Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Like, I don't know if we're doing a podcast. Side quest over. Uh, yeah, so back to the show. Uh, oh, hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, so, forgot y'all was there. Uh, so back to Bailey. Uh, yeah, she did great. Uh, we know who... We already know who her her uh, her WrestleMania path is laid it's, out. It's been there for a while, for a while now. We've been seeing this mm-hmm. going on for a while with Damage Control. We just wait for it to happen. We just wait for it to pull the trigger, and it's happening. So my that implosion actually the one thing that I will say is, and before we go any further, um, I feel like I should point this out. Um, and Dom, I think you know what I'm about to say. Um, I have not been a huge WWE um, head in the last few years, um, like straight up. I literally fell off of WWE programming after the year that I was able to deduce the, I think it was the 2013 SummerSlam card. Uh-huh. Word for word. You remember how I told you what word for word, which matches were going to happen, even like the lowbrow matches? Um, including the Divas main event, which was uh, Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. When I not, when I literally called that card word for word and knew, like, picked the outcome. What's that got, SummerSlam? Um, I think it was 2013. It was I mean, 20, that was pretty given. It was 2013. Was that 2013? I think it was. Because it was. I, I think it was in Madison Square Garden. Remember, twenty thirteen. Yeah. That was Daniel Bryan versus Cena in the main event. Yeah, I remember that. But still, any uh, match with uh, any match with uh, Charlotte, Charlotte was always going to win anyway. Well, you know, the thing is, the oh, no, it wasn't. What was it? Charlotte. It was a uh, Natalia with Cameron and Naomi versus Brie Bella with Nikki and E Marie. Okay. What was the year that it was Trish versus Charlotte? It had to be a few years ago. Not no 2013. No, it definitely uh, was. No, it wasn't a few years ago. It was like maybe 2015. Maybe 2016. All right, 2014. That was the death of Super Cena. Go fast forward to 2015. Uh, because it was before the pandemic. Uh, Charlotte. It was Team PCB versus Team Bad versus the Bellas. Still no Trish. Uh, fast forward 2016. Uh, it's Charlotte versus Oh, well, shit, you found it. Yeah, 2019. 2019. That's, that's what I'm saying. Was it? I don't know. 2013, 2015. My apologies. It was 2019 that we had called that, that card. Um, but yeah. I already knew well, that was going to happen. Like I said, Charlotte right. is their winner. Like, It's got to a point where, and I think a lot of it now, since, you know, Vince McMahon has stepped down from creative with everything that's going on. Oh, no, no. Um, Forced down. Forced down. Deservedly forced down. I was was trying to be subtle about it, but, you know, yeah. Like he forced that person? Of creative. Um, You know, now that... Now that Hunter has kind of taken over creative, we've seen... We're not going a resurgence in in storytelling and entertainment wise, just because 
like I felt while Vince was controlling things, it was literally ruthless aggression and definitely was a controller. Era, uh, ruthless aggression and attitude era stories just being recycled with modern day superstars. I would um, even say, I would say maybe like more attitude, but it was very toned down, obviously, because you have more kids watching. Because, right. like, we saw what it was. I think we saw Cesaro versus uh, either R Truth or someone five straight weeks in a row on both Raw and SmackDown. And right. it's just like, why? But see, is. see, that's also what I was saying. I was, you know, thinking oh, just the other day. Because um, I'm glad that Vince is out finally. Um, in a way, because I was looking at uh, with Cedric Alexander is doing a now is forming a tag team with Ashanti, Ashanti D Adonis. You gotta say. So I was D like, Adonis. man, at a moment like this is what I hate about uh, you know. Don't get me wrong, like I am grateful for what this man has done in you right. know for wrestling, but I also don't like his tactics or like his his moods at, when with wrestlers because it's like. Just you feel like ah, just, I'm, I don't feel I'm not I'm not feeling this person this week. Just because you're not feeling that person that week is is going to drastically change that wrestler's. It takes away from the story, uh, trajectory, the, the their story, lifestyle, their, careers, their way like... of living, their whole life in and out the ring. And it's like you was it was good on like uh, on um there was a time where it was good on on Cedric for like two weeks. He was hot. He was on the main events for helping, you know, helping out Roman Reigns and stuff. Uh, and then Cedric, Buddy Murphy, yeah, uh, Mustafa Ali. And then out uh, of nowhere, they they stopped being on TV after two, three weeks. Because why? Because Vince is like, I'm bored with this one now. Yeah, because like that's no, the thing. You can't do that. Vince has never been good when it comes to dealing with the, let's say the, mid the middleweight division to the cruiser, yeah. and. Yeah. When we saw we saw a resurgence in that when, you know, Triple H was or you know as he's being you know looked at now Paul Levesque because now because he's not yeah. in action anymore they're trying to wean him away from the Triple H persona. But um, I'll, I'll let you go. Let's go. Um, it's like with two hundred five live that was literally all cruiserweight division. Those were great matches. Yeah, that was their content. And even so much so that a lot of those cruiserweights had a chance to show what they were made of and even make their way to the main roster. But then it's just like the problem is when you get certain talent to the main roster, they don't know what to do with them. And then it gets to that point where they're if they're not in the main story with a major championship or a grudge, yeah. they don't know what to do with them. And they kind of just end up falling to the wayside and either they end up getting eliminated from the company or they end up, you know, just kind of getting phased out of the company entirely. I mean, look at uh, Dolph Ziggler, you know, who has been in the company for how long? And then it's just Almost like 20 years, you know, he has yeah, just like 19 years. He just, yeah. company as Shawn Michaels, as, you know, a lot of these major guys that we grew up watching, he's been with them for that amount of time. And you know, he really didn't get his fair share of. I mean, you always get those runs, You know, championship runs. He should have gotten a legitimate world title run, and he never got it. I mean, because so, he had one concussion, and then that, then they were like, "Oh, we're scared," and they changed their mind on him. 
you know, they, they're like, oh, he's going to save for something like that. But it's like, he had one situation where he was the one that got hurt. Right. And, so, it, and then they, you know, do all that. So to circle back to... Oh, yeah. To circle back... No, no, I'm saying, to, what you uh, to circle back to uh, with Cedric for those two weeks, uh, one of the things that, if you remember, uh, it was Paul Heyman running that Raw for a little bit where you saw... Your Buddy Murphy's, your Allison Blacks, your Cedric Alexander's, yeah. Mustafa Ali's. Like you saw the future talent, like talent that was in NXT that got brought to the main roster. That yeah. Paul saw these guys and went, These are stars. Let's build them as stars. And then when Paul got removed from creative and went back to being more to being Brock's guy or being mm-hmm, Roman's mm-hmm. guy, you immediately saw the drastic change. They went from being the content, yeah constantly used to barely there or if they were being used now for like five seconds to lose a match or to get well, jumped before and match and even so much so like let's take a look at even just so much if we really just in like even just the most recent events since you know paul has taken over creative you have seen a an emergence of crossover entertainment mm-hmm. different entertainment companies because they're willing to let their stars cross over. Whereas when Vince is in creative, you don't see superstars from other from other creative names from TNA do, or anything else. And if you do, it's just like, uh, oh, well, we just need to fill the spaces. You mind giving us somebody for like a, yeah. a night? And if, we, if they are used for a night, they're immediately squashed and just like treated as like, not even second field, like fourth filler. Like they're not treated. Yeah, like they're with treated the as D-list, D-list stars, and then just kind of used for like a scrap match to announce a new talent or something. But we had the chance to see, and I'm sorry that I'm a little bit, uh, you know, unaware of TNA. I I've been I've fallen off of TNA for a long time, you know, and it's so understandable that like. When I watched TNA, the only thing I it was the main event mafia when Kurt Angle was there. Oh, you was gone by then. I, I've been gone like I've been gone from wrestling content for a long time. But you know, one of the things that I do remember was when Booker T and you know Kurt Angle were with the main event mafia. So that's how it's long all it was. about the five. <laughs> so five. That's it's been since I really watched TNA content. But the fact that they let the TNA Knockouts champion participate in the Royal Rumble, and even so much so they let. Mickey James when she was in TNA yeah. joined the Royal Rumble. That says a lot. Yeah, like, the creative. But really was also in, too. but she didn't feel like she was like treated like she was in like it was like, oh well, you know, you're you are a former WWE star and you're here. They treated Jordan Grace with some yeah. respect. They put respect on Jordan her. Jordan Grace had a great run. That's yeah. her. Thank you so much. And, but also oh, I, I would say incredible too incredible run in the Royal Rumble. I, I would and say too, they like, do that. Thought she was gonna make it into at least the top five. Yeah, true. Like I can say, she could do that. They could do that now because one with uh, Endeavor, who is in charge of TKO, because mm-hmm. you have the you know um, UFC and WWE that forms TKO, and then TKO is the uh, is under the umbrella of Endeavor, and now under also Endeavor is TNA. Be, as a separate entity because they are helping with TNA with their whole promotion of getting them a TV deal, you know, a better TV deal. So it kind of like 
they're cousins in a way now. It's like, you know, we're under the same roof now, so we can help you out a little bit, you know, and and that's just gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um is it Chico there? Chico. Oh is someone super kick Chico? So I think he might be back. Hold on, give us a second. Oh, you bet. Yeah. There so, you go. Um, I had to step away for a second. But yeah, so, no. I yeah. Could... So you have them being able to do that with her because they're all of the same. My brother, TNA, and WWE now under Endeavor. Um, even though they still own my Anthem, you know, which is still their their company, the, the people that pay them, pay them and everything. But um, I still think to this day, if I mean, if TNA didn't have the knockouts division be killing it, the way that they was doing for so long before the WWE got their shit together for their women's division, like the, the, I, girl, I, the women's look, division in the in the, the knockouts. I still division. remember. I still remember when they had their first like street fight. It was ODB versus I think Madame Revo, uh -huh. and ODB hit her with a shovel. A sh no, it was M M M Mickey Knuckles. Mickey Knuckles. Yeah. It was ODB and Mickey Knuckles. And I knew of both of them from the independence. So the fact that I got to see them on TV, I was super stoked. What was the, the girl fact that uh, I actually know a friend of mine who I hope she's still doing her wrestling thing. Um, her name is Rosalie. Um, but I think her, her in ring name is uh, Tequila Rose. She actually took on ODB um, a few years ago. The video's on YouTube. Um, she definitely had a great match with ODB. That was a fun mm. match to watch um, in the independent circuit. But it's just like that right there is just like a perfect example of how, um, you know, sometimes hitting the indie circuit will do a lot of things Wonders. you're going to run into. I mean, my, shoot, we just talked about Mustafa. He just became the rest, uh, the who's it, uh, wrestling pro uh, champion right now. Yeah, um, yeah. He just became a heavyweight champion now, finally, uh, for the company that he's at right now. Chris Masters is another one. He, Chris Masters is in uh, NWA. Um, you have Masur and uh, <laughs> uh, Masur and uh, um, the, uh, the great Otaku. Yeah, I would. You know what? I would wish he would go back to that Otaku because I like that character before he came to WWE. But I mean, I understand he had switched it up too. But I genuinely, genuinely like these guys now outside of wrestling. They were always funny. I they were always it. funny. I loved the masterpiece when he was when his run in Raw. He was an incredible in ring competitor. Yeah, yeah. but it just I, okay. it felt like to me though. And you guys chime in and you tell me how you feel about it. I felt like Chris Masters had all the tools of the trade with his masterpiece persona, but the problem was it was just Stories. it was it was like a biggie and um, Craig Max or um, Craig Max situation where too many people were trying to come up at once, and he got kind of thrown into the wayside because I feel like he had the potential to really get. Not, no, not, it wasn't that. I, I, I think it's the opposite. He, it, he had all the potential. He had, he had the look. I didn't... His in-ring was... Unfortunately, below mid. That's only because I think they brought him up a bit too early. But he had a look. He, was, he, he had, had the look. But then let's that. not forget, 
he also got caught for steroids. So yeah. We saw him again. He dropped a lot of muscle mass. But he, Granted, he, but he was remember, still jacked as shit. But remember, that was the time he was in the major, major, uh, uh, TV, he had a lot of TV time every week. But it was him, uh, it was him, uh, Randy Orton, uh, there was some other people that had a, that was all had to get suspended. They were gone for like two or three, like three, four months or whatever. Right, because of that big old probe investigation, especially after. Uh, but all, like I said, but also like Randy was gone too. Yeah. Like he 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 lost a lot of weight because he was also doing steroids and everything too. So at least Rand, Randy made work because he slimmed down and he. But that's when he also became that. Incorporate that. But that's when he became the Viper. Randy now, remember, had, that's, the thing was, Randy, he had the, he had all the tools to be able to get into the form that he is, even today. Yeah. But the problem was, and this is the thing that we, we as, you know, as fans watching the stuff, we need to remember is, you know, yeah, the, you know the behind the scenes is scripted and all that stuff but the in-ring action is real and yeah real with a lot of wear and tear but you, you also know, gotta remember at that time so it's like if you don't keep up with everyone else you're gonna lose your spot and mm -hmm. that that really highlighted, i'm sorry that happens all the time like that right and the, those three that four months that they were gone that's a crucial time frame for any wrestler especially if you're gonna come up so that's right. why when, when Chris Masters came back, he never was in the same area again. But it was different for Randy when he came back. Who, well, yeah, Randy was, let's be honest, Randy was already was picked from the get-go. Yeah, well, that's he's Triple H's boy. grandfathered into the company because but he's he, But he was already Triple H's boy. He's already in Evolution. He already had the main start. But also, he came back. He leaned into the, the look that he was into because he came back a, a lot leaner. But he yeah. also shaved his head. And mm -hmm. everything he was like, that's what he just like. He had the more of the voices in his head, uh, thing going on. Like, he was just catching that's when I think that's when the start of him doing the RKOs with everybody. He started doing the RKOs with all the big mans. He had all the RKOs on the other big mans. He had that big feud with Triple H, you know. Uh, well, WrestleMania 25, the 25th anniversary, yes. yeah, yeah. They had that, you know, remember he was at the house, they were fighting in the house and everything. So the thing with that. That storyline, and I feel like the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, the storylines were so well scripted because of not only timing, but what they had at the time. And let's roll back the clock and think, at the time, who did we have? We had the Hardy Brothers and their little back and forth. Um, especially, oh, you want to go back their, are we going, we going back to WrestleMania 25 time? Yeah, like we're running back the clock. I mean, still, I got so you. You have literally dealing with their feud after um, the Royal Rumble, after uh, Jeff dropping the title to Edge. You have yes. um, you have Rey Mysterio uh, versus JBL Intercontinental Title, yeah. which was a squash match. Yeah. Um, you have obviously Randy Orton and Triple H, their huge feud for the WWE Championship. Uh, the triple threat match for the world heavyweight title. Yep. And John Cena. And then literally, which was the match that stole the entire show. Whole when, show. You know, the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, you know, the first match, not the second one. The Wait, first yeah. match. 
arguably should have gone on last because they stole all the energy from the crowd. Well, the thing the- was, it was just like the this is the thing with WrestleMania that is constantly a thing unless there's the buildup. The end of the night always ends up being a championship match unless the buildup is there. Perfect example leading back into WrestleMania 26, where it was the streak versus the career. The buildup was there, and even so much so that the the 26th WrestleMania had a lot of really good components, but nothing was built up like this rematch. I mean, it was perfect to the yeah. new details. Even so much so... I like, see you with the whole lane. I see you. <laughs> you ain't slick. You ain't slick. I, I just realized that I just pulled out Homelander. I was like, perfect. <laughs> um, no, but so like I can go back and watch that match again and again. But the biggest part of that match that I feel that really built up that made that match so iconic was not only the story, but the promo to the story. Like, if you actually watch that promo, it's like... Oh, I have a bookmark. Dude, like, you genuinely know what I'm talking about. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, it has... He's running the, up that hill. It has that, um, that, that promo, that first part of WrestleMania 25. You know, I made one mistake. One mistake. Undertaker, I can everything. beat you. And it's like yes, Sean. And then Sean going fucking crazy. But like even just so much so, like I think the biggest part that literally that promo that makes it so iconic is you have Sean literally like, this has been my career, this has been my life for over 25 years. You think I would risk all of it if I couldn't beat you? And then you have Undertaker on the other end, like, I will open the gates of hell to release a fury like man, no man has ever seen to make sure that your career is over. And then at the end, like, if I can't beat you, you I, have I have no career. And that's it. That's the promo right there. That's iconic. And just the match, everything, it was absolutely flawless like five stars yes the match of the year for that year i don't like that we make, y'all making me feel old now <laughs> Dude. they're literally talking about 15 what? years Here, ago like here's the, here's the wild thing when you ain't say you 25 the one? 20, huh ain't you the oldest one ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> <laughs> I like to let you guys know if you can't see this. Um, matter of fact, the people that's on that's going to see this later on YouTube, uh, you're not going to be able to see this. So hypothetically, the moment that this man just said that, in my mind, in my mind, I was right behind him, ready to slap the whole hell out of his back and his neck, slap the holy air out of his neck, just like. Went to the five fingers to the what? Went to the five fingers to the back of your neck, like oh, like just a nice one, just a real nice slap in the back of the head. Oh, 
I can feel it right now, Lord Jesus. Your Honor, I plead the fifth. Oh, Lord, I can feel oh, it. I'm Ooh, sorry. Lord. I'm sorry. I, I got to respect can, my I elders. I, I'm I so sorry. You set yourself up for that one. I, now, in my head, in my head, in my head, I want to uh, leave uh, she, not you, I'm sorry, uh, Choji, outside, Brian, Mr. Brian, uh, I want to leave you outside in a, in a, in a winter storm. <laughs> in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Oh, yeah, we're about to get hit with some powder. It, it, it's in a winter storm. You can't come in the house. You can't. You're locked outside. You can't come out. Where, where are you from anyway? I'm yeah. from New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, you lucky bastard. So yeah. I want to leave you. So I want to leave him outside right now in a winter in a winter storm with nothing more than a hoodie. That's all he could get. He that's, that's the cool. only one he will have is a hoodie. Matter that's of fact, a hoodie that is two two sizes small. Two sizes small. So that means he's never gonna get any warmth. Okay. You mean this one right here? This one. This one right here. I already got one. Okay, three sizes small. Okay, so, there you go. You know, that way he would never get any heat. You know, like that's what I want right now. Anyway, anyway I because uh, so, since we're on the subject of the audacity of this man, <laughs> this is gonna break up my age. I was just saying, he gave me a flashback. He didn't have to go into me like that. You know, I, I got enough going on being a uh 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 adult but black male in the United States of America in twenty twenty four. I'm thirty three. No, no, but you triggered me. You We're triggered me. Floor and I, I got to talk about wrestling. I want to talk about wrestling and you you coming in. This, no, uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word that you come, you're coming in here with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ages, we're on the ages. Floor, and we both got gray hair, so let's not worry about that right now. Who, I ain't got no gray hair. Well, all right then. So I'm the well, one. You go. I'm the older one out of us three then. Yeah, I got gray hair under my neck, and I'm balding in the back. Don't don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, y'all stressed out. Y'all stressed. Y'all more stressed than I am. All right then. So then let's let's agree on that. But, but still, since we are talking about you in the cold, buddy. Since, you are, come. <laughs> the feet. Since we are on the season of WrestleMania, you in the cold, all right? Sorry, go ahead. How do you feel about the story unfolding that we have seen in regards to the oh Rock god, I've been waiting for and this. Cody Rhodes? Because me personally, what it feels <laughs> like is going very. Um, Feels like we're turning back the clock to WrestleMania 8. Hulk Hogan versus The Rock and heel mentality. I and love, can I just say I love The Rock? Kind of just going to be in the point where I feel like this is how I feel like it's going to unfold in the next couple months. Dom, you feel like you don't think it's going to go that way, but. All right, give, you, 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 all right, everybody give their predictions. Go ahead. So. So what I was saying was um, after the press conference, because I hadn't seen it yet. Um, you still haven't seen the press conference? I watched it already. Okay, okay. Before okay. when we were talking about it. Right. What I feel is going to unfold is um, because of that little friction at the end of the press conference is 
Um, we're going to hear a lot of back and forth in regarding to families. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think is going to end up happening is uh, just how is Paul Heyman a special advocate to Roman Reigns? I feel like uh, The Rock will be joining the bloodline as a senior advisor type scenario, mm-hmm. which will lead to the Royal Rumble. And the one thing that I did notice is Seth Rollins kind of inserted himself. So I feel like what may happen is a uh, uh, tag team match between The Rock, Roman Reigns, between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes at Elimination Chamber, leading into WrestleMania, where The Rock, sorry, that's in my area. Um, (laughs) I wasn't sure that was me over here too, because we we were here like from like a few blocks away, so. Yeah, that's that's in my area, I'm sorry. Um, Leading to The Rock, being in Roman's corner at WrestleMania 40 when mm-hmm. Cody tries to complete his story. That's what I feel may unfold with, from what I've seen. And a few other people may agree. Maybe it might not go that way, but you know, considering the animosity and from what it looks like, that's what may happen. Um, but you know, there is Friday Night SmackDown that might shed some light as to where things are going, but you know that's my prediction for the coming months. Okay. Before you say that, before you go, uh, uh, you, um, can I just say how Seth Rollins looked like? Look like he was good at one point, but then Seth Rollins easily got chopped down to looking like the Miz when that feud of The Rock and in, in, in um. The Rock is... Uh, I was going to bring it up, but... Yeah, it, like, he immediately went down to like looking like The Miz during that time of The, of the Rock versus uh, of Cena. Like, hey, guys, I'm right here. Hey, I got the belt, too. <laughs> but- well, that's the thing. It's just unfortunate that what... And I think this is some um, foreshadowing to, like, the coming year because now you have two brands again two world champions again so it's like but we need to remember though before we had these two world champions we had one belt that was merged from two world title belts is this one it's still called you know it's an undisputed universal champion right right because remember it still has to keep that for a winner take all match yeah, so, we're so going, it's still the Universal in, in name, right? It's still technically the Universal, Undisputed Universal WWE. See, that's the thing. Now it's getting all confusing because they're still trying to, like, turn it back into the WWE Championship. But us that, you know, have been keeping track, it's so, technically the Universal WWE. So the belt that we got absorbed into the Universal Championship, belt was mm-hmm. the WWE Heavyweight Championship. It's yeah. called the the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship Belt. Okay, so it's basically all one thing, and then now this one, the stuff is, it's basically the, their version of the basically a revival of the World Heavyweight Championship. The World Heavyweight Championship Belt. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm trying to figure out what's the difference. So, so remember when? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was gonna say. The world heavyweight title that's been revised is same has the same lineage as the world heavyweight title that was revived in two thousand two when Triple H was handed <laughs> the belt on Raw. Right, which is WWE, right? Right, 
the undis- okay. the universal undisputed blah 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 blah. That is still under the WWE Championship lineage. So uh, remember, uh, we have to remember back to when Cena and uh, Randy Brock. had. Oh yeah, yeah. Cena and Randy had merged the titles in the first place. So you had that one world title literally being defended on both brands for the longest time. And Randy then, had both belts. Then, then when the WWE draft started all over again, which was the family, you know, feuding between mm-hmm. Stephanie and her brother Shane, right. that's when the Universal Championship was debuted on the big Raw. red belt, right? Yes, where Finn Balor became the inaugural, right, right, champion. I ain't gonna lie, I so, miss that red belt though. The red I, belt, I don't. It's just it was just different now. Now seeing it now, it's the like red belt, I don't mind. I liked the red belt a lot better than the blue one. The blue one really yeah. kind of. Was, I would have rather if it did have the literal exact same design. That's what, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the same design over and over and over again, and it was like it went from the rocks design to this kind of the one that you have now. To three different literations of the same thing, to now it's the same thing now, but it's completely gold plated. Yeah, it's. I mean, to be fair, the gold plate with the black does look really good. It's a nice finish, but it it the design is boring. The design is boring. I mean, personally, personally, I miss the undisputed belt we had from like O two to O five. Before seeing the change into your belt, um, yeah, because it, it, I feel like the the original, like the big gold belt, just because it had it looked different. It was the plating was so much different. So I feel like, like the like the world heavyweight championship. It really it made whoever wore the title. It was like that was your world champion. Right. No, it really set. It was just like it was the appearance that set the bar because it's like, you know, no disrespect to the WWE Championship because its lineage is, you know, Bruno San Martino, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, John Cena, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, like break the, lineage, break the Hitman heart. The lineage is ridiculous, but it's the world heavyweight championship you got to remember how many people have held this thing rick flair dusty um, rhodes dusty rhodes sting easter you know, yeah. sting hulk hogan again you know he's held both world titles um the undertaker kane yeah again you know, just they're so far stacked both the, are honestly stacked. those are those are heavyweight individuals but then you also have your cruiserweight individuals like um Jeff Hardy, um Rick um not Rick Flair, excuse me, um Ray Mysterio. You know, though Dolph Ziggler you know, had that one run, but it, like I don't I'm really... at, I'm, I'm at, it's funny you bring up Jeff Hardy. Um I realize, you know, we talked about people talk about how some of the wrestlers now look so average, they look like regular dudes and stuff that you won't believe that they're wrestlers. And I had to think about it a while back and it's like the Hardy boys was the most one of the most like regular average looking guys that just happen to be wrestlers that in that time frame they didn't have like the build like no, a lot of those guys but they, but they had the, the hot topic fans, fans. remember the they, yeah, they, they stood the, out but the thing that you have to remember 
the thing that you have to remember about the Hardy Boys is they set the bar. No, I know, but I'm talking about for that having to look like. Oh no, no, I know, but I'm saying though, like you really have to think about it. This is where, again, where we have to remind ourselves not let's not look at it as a fan base right now. Mm. Let's look at it as analysts and the right that you really have to think about. One thing about Vince, you know, despite his recent, you know, everything that's come out recently, Mm. he is one hell of a businessman. And the one thing that I will say that he is good at is knowing what makes money in mm-hmm. degrees. And one thing that I will say about Matt and Jeff Hardy is multiple tag team champions, multiple, you know, hardcore matches, tables, ladders, and chairs, you name it, they've done it. They are literally the forefathers of the tables, ladders, and chairs match, the ladders match mm-hmm. period, along with Edge and Christian. Uh, along with the Dudley boys, you know, obviously the entire ECW roster, they played a huge part in the hardcore, you know, foundation. You have to remember, they literally built the house of extreme. Yeah. So for them not to be in a WWE ring or anything else rather would be asinine ridiculous. It wouldn't make sense to not have them, especially gotcha. while entertaining you know, because how many memories can we come off the bat? When I say Edge and Christian versus Jeff and Matt Hardy, what are some matches that come to mind to you? That fucking spear off the top of the, the ladder. Immediately. Yeah. I I saw I saw Extreme Rules 09 when uh, Edge went for the spear again. Jeff's like, not today, son. Catch you with the twist of fate midair. However, it- however, yeah. I also saw Jeff Hardy as of last month when they came to new orleans your boy looking rough i know people been sharing uh, people been sharing the video of him not being able to do the twist of fate and that video is so out of context because if you actually watch the match dane garcia was working over that knee and jeff sold that shit like a champ but everyone posted the video out of context like oh you got hanging up you got hanging up like no this is called wrestling it's called storytelling, kids. It's called storytelling. However, Jeff and New Orleans is passing. No, dog. Jeff, I love you. I truly do. I got. I still got your armbands. I still got the DVD. I need you to retire. The the problem with Jeff is he has a lot of um. He has a lot of demons that he has to face. Yes. But the mileage he has took on his body. But the mileage on his body, and that's the one thing that brutal. that's that's why I feel like. And he's dealt with more miles than his brother. Yeah, yeah and because he took what's all the insane? risk. It's just like what's his name? The one with the uh the half the face. Uh, oh, Darby? Darby, Darby, I'm a yeet Allen. my body. I'm a yeet my body no matter what. Darby Allen has literally become the modern day Jeff Hardy and the fact that he is definitely He's the scariest he, Jeff Hardy. He's a blend and this is I think I said this to you. He's a blend of Jeff Hardy mixed with Sting. Like yes. genuinely a modern day staying with a blend of Jeff Hardy. He but the thing is, it's like he's so small. Because I see him in person. He's a small guy. He's not a big guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's and like not. He's like what five eleven? Yeah, uh, and he's. I think he's shorter than that. To be, I think he's not. Like he's not. He's not a. a how tall guy. is how tall is Orange Cassidy? Fresh squeezed. Uh, five foot eight. I think. I think he might be like maybe half an inch taller than Fresh squeezed. Nah, I think Fresh Squeeze is taller than right. Really? Yeah, he is. 
he is that's is, that's is just a picture of Darby Allen. He is five foot eight. He's one yep. inch taller than me. So so when I saw him at Terrificon, I almost went past him because I didn't know it was him. That's how small he is to me. So I was like, oh wow, that's him. But for him to take all the risks that he does, it's it scares the hell out of me because like I look at any moment he could die. Like the thing is though, we have to remember keep in mind now he wants to do Mount Everest. This man wants to climb Mount Everest. Yep. No, but he's training mind, for it. Well, that's the thing though. We need to keep in mind the WWE or actually all professional wrestling at this point is a lot safer than when the Hardy Boys started. Well, yeah, but they're never going to say the WWE wants to hire Darby Allen. They can never not. hire him because his insurance rate is too high. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be think insurance. Even, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't even say that because we've seen some really, really crazy shit. Yeah, but, but you got to think about it. Like, one, they they was scared. I remember, um, what's his name? Uh, Justin Gabriel. I used to love Justin Gabriel back in the day. Um, he's, a, he's a skydiver. They... Right. They had to tell him, hey, uh, while you're working here, um, you got to chill out with all the skydiving because we don't want us to run the risk of you dying on us or you getting hurt. See, that's fair. True. I understand that. Yeah. But they also did the same thing with Jeff Hardy. He's like, hey, can you not do all the shit that you be doing in your home? Because he built, instead of like going out places and doing shit, he I'm going to build my own dirt thing. track. Yeah. So he's like, hey. You know you're supposed to recover. So while you're recovering, can you not ride your motorbike around your yeah, house like mean, you do? Yeah, but I mean, really though, you need to ask yourself though, because this is the thing. Me personally, I feel like that's a lot of crap in my opinion. The reason why is because you have these guys run risks for you in ring. Yeah. And on a regular. And now we've seen how those negative results can, you know, but they're also they're paying hold you. On, hold on, hold on, let them finish. Let them finish. Let yeah, finish. right. But yeah, they're paying them. But are they really getting their worth though? No, I'm not saying paying. Like if they get hurt in the ring, they get paid while they're home. If they get uh, hurt outside and they got to be taken off, they're not going to get paid. No, they don't get paid while they're at home. No, no, no. I'm saying while they're if they get paid in the ring and if they get hurt in the ring. They still gonna get paid so, while they're so, like while they're recovering. Hang on, I, I I can I can break this down better. Let's re rewind to 2008. Randy Orton took that tried to do an RKO on Triple H. He got thrown out the ring, broke his clavicle. Remember? Yep. Remember that, right? Okay. Obviously, WWE's gonna take care of it. They're gonna pay. He's on the contract. Fine. He's supposed to come back. He's recovering. Clavicle clavicle is healed. He gets on his motorcycle. Gets into a car accident, breaks the other clavicle. Mm -hmm. So now, all what you have planned for him, that's gone. He's mm -hmm. out for at least that was 2008. He didn't come back till I want to say what mid 2009 when yeah. was yeah, that's when he started feuding with Triple H. Yeah. yeah. So what he's trying to say is you you have all this investment in your stars, and I have this argument with my brother because we have an argument about. TLC from 2016 when half yeah, the yeah. was sick and they had to do a, a Hail Mary and just change the whole card for the safety mm -hmm. for safety of the, the your wrestlers because ah okay you know what fuck it <laughs> 2016 
TLC, half the roster is sick. Roman Reigns is out. Bray Wyatt is out. Yeah. A couple other superstars are out. Uh, whole card has to be changed. You have Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch, and you have right. a clusterfuck of The Shield with Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Kurt Angle versus Kane, Braun Strowman, The Miz, and The Miz Taraj. Five people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have four of those five are some of the safest people to help protect Kurt Angle. My brother, my roommate, Cade, he argues that there should have been more tables, lads, and chairs matches in that pay-per-view. I argue, okay, here's the thing. We are literally on the road to WrestleMania. This is the last pay-per-view before we go to the Royal Rumble. And this was TLC 2016? I want to say it was the 2016 or 2017. It was right. one of those years. This is the last pay-per-view before we go to the Rumble. Half the roster is down. It's already out. Mm-hmm. You now want to put at risk the rest of your roster. Yeah. For table lads and chairs. <sighs> WrestleMania is literally right around the corner. He's like, nah, okay, so, risky for the biscuit. No. 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 Cut you off, but I will say this. I will say this. I get where he's coming from, where you're saying you need more extreme matches in that pay-per-view, considering yes. the title is tables, yes. ladders, and chairs. Absolutely. However, if over half of your roster is injured, then just scrap the pay-per-view, change the pay-per-view. That's how I, especially considering you had the time beforehand to be able to do that, especially if your roster's already been injured from, let's say if TLC was in July, you already know from May that half your roster's injured, change the pay-per-view. That's that's the thing. It was a last minute change. Like literally Roman went down a week before, you no, can't sorry, Bray went down. No, no, it was it was Roman went down a week before, so they had to scramble to get Kurt. Bray went down a couple of nights before, and yeah, then so on, so right forth. during a so, show. So the pay per views already been the sponsors have already paid for the title. Yeah, They've already paid for the airtime. They've yeah. already done all this stuff. It's way too late to change the name. Right, fair enough. You have to change the car. You have to make sure. Right. All right, if half the roster sick, we gotta make sure we can at least keep the healthy roster able to WrestleMania along with Kurt because we're gonna have the program with him and Ronda. Right, and Kurt's on a legend contract, so he can't really do too much either. Right. So play it safe. That where we're gonna have the, it's gonna be called TLC. We're only gonna have one TLC match. We might have a table. Yeah, it was a tables match with Becky and uh, Alexa. That's gonna be it. It sucks. The fans not might not. Well, yeah. yeah. Be happy, but we're gonna give them Finn versus Finn versus AJ for on pay per view. One and it was the best match of the of the card. The rest of the card wasn't even that bad. It was yeah, honestly a solid. It was obviously yeah. because Finn versus AJ Styles. That's a great match, but it's and like AJ wasn't yeah. even part of the roster. The respect. The 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 the. The Raw roster. Raw he, roster. Smackdown. he came over for SmackDown. Was SmackDown. Wasn't he champion at the time? No. He, no. he wasn't champion yet. He just happened to come over like they needed him. And they, they just happened they to called him. They called him last minute. I remember that. They called him like last minute. Hey, can you come fly? Can we fly you over here? And and that's what happened. They flew him like first class. Everything to get him yeah. there. Um, but like if you watch the Maven, Maven has a great uh, YouTube channel. So what I was saying is that if you get hurt, on their dime, they're gonna pay for you. They'll take care of you. If you get hurt outside of them, like they can't really take care of you because it wasn't like work miscomp, basically. 
I find like, that unless you have enough, you should hopefully you have enough money to take care of yourself. You know, you know, but if it's like you have health insurance and stuff, but because you gotta remember that you're under you're um independent contractor, but like you get hurt on the job, they'll pay for you, they'll pay for everything, they'll pay while you get you know recovery. Because yeah, but I find that, I find that hard to believe, especially considering the fact that you know, let's no, let's you gotta remember let's independent another, contractor. No, you're right, but that's what I'm saying. Hear me out. Let's take another rewind back to the summer of punk. Okay. Leading up to now, let's say, you know, we're past, you know, the undisputed WWE title match with Cena, SummerSlam. Like, literally, it's the end of summer of punk. He has the opportunity to main event WrestleMania. He ends up going up against The Undertaker, and then eventually they cut him on his wedding day. Mm. From the interview that he Shout did, Coca-Bana. the interview that he did leading up to his termination with WWE, from what my understanding was, and also um, I believe John Oliver did a um, yeah a, 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 a bid on the WWE and their independent contractors contract and everything, mm-hmm. so, like. Punk was not a hundred percent while he was on tour in Europe. Yeah, and he even outed, he even was honest about it that he literally, you know, dropped the deuce on himself in the middle of a SmackDown match with DM. Yeah. And he tweeted it. He tweeted. And they told him to leave that. And even WWE had him take that down. So it's like he was not well while he was on tour with the WWE. So how is it possible? That they're saying they're going to take care of their superstars when you have superstars that are currently that were currently under contract. They're saying they're not being taken. No, we just got to understand what I'm saying. It's like I'm not saying like yes, that whole thing. Yes, you know, I'm talking about when you actually get hurt. Like Darby Allen, they can't they can't afford a risk like someone like Darby Allen because Mm -hmm. you saw he did the he was on a big wheel or something like that. Uh, he did like the Nitro Circus types. It was something he did a big wheel and he did a flip and everything. He hurt I, himself. So but he was already thing. still recovering as, as well. Nitro Circus, as, as wild and as crazy as it is, I followed them for years and their injury rate is shockingly low. Like almost. No, but I'm saying but for Darby Allen. Oh, yeah. But Darby's he, also different. He, the motherfucker he, did, is, he flipped in the air, but he also did land well. But he's also, at the same time, he's also still recovering from another injury that he had in the ring. So it's like, they, like for him to take a chance to somebody like Darby Allen, they're going to be like, hey, they're going to restrict some things, which I know Darby Allen, like, no, I want to do what I want. So it comes down to it, risk versus reward. Yeah. So they, that's what I'm saying. They, they're not going to pay sure. for, they'll still pay for his other injury. But if you got injured doing that, they're not going to pay for I feel like that. that's where, again, I feel like a lot of that, a lot of the time, certain individuals they get that treatment because they're able to negotiate that stuff into their contracts because let's be honest how many guys that are like top card superstars obviously are getting the vip treatment well you gotta look at you gotta think about that not the we're not talking about the the, we're talking about the average wrestler not talking about somebody like that's where now we're on so if you do somebody like a coach the average wrestler then fine but like if we were talking about your guy who literally only wrestles maybe 12 matches a year, he's probably getting the best treatment money can buy. Well, he has leukemia. 
besides the fact, well, obviously, no guys. You got to be real. Like, outside of the thing, his is a little bit more detrimental than the average because he actually has leukemia. So it's like. Well, he's been he, carrying the entire the, company on his back for over three years now. But still, that's there. That's one. That's a Vince decision. If it was Triple H, I don't think it would be, he would have the belt that long. I think it won't be that long, but this is all Vince. You gotta remember, Vince. Uh, oh wait, Vince, uh, with Roman. Yeah, yeah. This well, is a Vince that's idea. That's a wild thing. He caught COVID on that uh, month, that Raw day one. The whole reason Big yeah. E had to drop the title to Brock because Roman had COVID because of that. Oh, you mean Kofi? No, COVID. 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 Roman had COVID. Yeah, which he's he more like also. Likely. Also, already just coming off of having cancer, so like yeah. he was, he was like, ah, I ain't going out there. I don't trust them hoes. I don't do. I'm not doing all that. Tribal chief gonna stay home and recover. Like he can't. His wife and kids. Wasn't that way before the tribal chief persona, or was that like? No, this, this, was, was, this was like this was right when it, he was about to like hit his peak. Like right, this was right when he was. This was before he had the table thing. He was still just yeah. It was, it was, it was like two years ago. It was two years ago. Day right. It was it was right before WrestleMania. What was this? This past one was thirty eight. It, it was right. It was thirty eight. I'm sorry. It wasn't thirty nine. It was thirty. It was WrestleMania thirty eight because Cody Rhodes would make his return that 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 WrestleMania. No, uh, like he started doing it was because Biggie lost the belt. They gave it. Uh, they, they lost gave the belt. It to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley won it, and then Bobby lost it to Brock Lesnar. So if they only brought brought they only brought brought Lesnar in because. Um, uh, Reigns had COVID, and Big E was supposed to keep that belt during that time frame. But when mm-hmm. Co- but when Reigns caught COVID, it screwed up a lot of things. They had to pivot, so they had to pivot. So they had to change everything. And then that's what was like, hey, we go to our sure bet to mess with everybody. We, we bring Bobby Lesnar in. He gets he gets the belt, and then they go go back and forth with that. Him and Bobby Lashley, whatever. But they would all try to get the news off of Roman Reigns, and he was sick. Roman Reigns with, with his. His immune systems, his he's more likable liable to get sick a lot faster than the average person because right. of his immune system. So he can't do every single day, even though he looks good. His he's he's up to like he you know body wise and everything. His immune system still can be sadly low because right. of the the weather outside, the what's going on, the regular people day to day. It's a lot more. Like I just said, Carl Weathers passed away. He was in tip top shape. So if you add you have you just had your remission with cancer, and then you have COVID still going around. You can catch you can catch COVID and still die. Yeah, and you're more oh. likely to die with that. I mean, so then you get to WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, no. I mean, Bray just passed, and he was he was on recovery, but he caught he got sick, and then all that happened. So it's like. Yeah. He can't do what he would like to do or used to do before. So they had to change his deal around. But also, you got to look at it. That's also Vince putting the strings. Like, you know what? We're going to keep this going and having him keep having this belt for the longest he does. So that's why even to now, I think now his time is coming up. Like, okay, he's going to drop his belt to Cody. Here's the only problem. I really want to see Hulk Hogan's reign record just i would love to that's the, I, I would love that's, it too that's the that's the cherry on black history right there i, I want to see it go i don't just what is it? it is right after wrestlemania like september something it's uh SummerSlam. see and i would love that too but it's just like at some time it's, even it's though they're trying to, 
I'm not feeling it because the reason why I'm not feeling it is because this is the thing. If we really look back, where did that thumbs up come from? I oh, that's what you saw that, right? I was like, where did the thumbs up come from? Where did that come from? I'm like, huh? <laughs> um, I'm like, we're not live. We're recording. What? Why is it on live? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just popped up. I'm like, okay, where did that thumbs up come from? I'm like, I don't I'm, I'm, Okay, go ahead. I don't know what's going on. Um, so the thing is, like, literally, if we look at Hulk Hogan's run, CM Punk's run, a lot of the more recent runs, there were multiple, multiple title defenses. And I heard everything that you said, and I agree, and I understand that. But this is the thing, and this is where they were losing a lot of the head of the table with the whole bloodline shtick. And I feel like that's where they had to shake things up and kind of get the Usos turning against each other to kind of keep people interested and i feel like that's where they kind of plugged in sammy Zayn and all that stuff to kind of keep the bloodline I that was a brilliant idea, that was a brilliant idea to bring in sammy and look even the even the thing agrees <laughs> it's like i agree sammy was great because i'm yeah, not that, that, that injected that. so much new energy he was funny as it was, it was I'm amazing there. that was great that was the best one of the best um, things they did <laughs> Like, I'm not even gonna lie. The fact that they plugged in Sami Zayn was great. It was very entertaining. Um, and there was just like a lot of bits like, he's not feeling very oozy. <laughs> but, but that's all on the fly though. Cause he's just trying to get Jimmy to laugh. No, no, right. Laugh. That's what I'm <laughs> saying though. That, those plugs are what made the Bloodline story more interesting because if not, if they didn't have those points where like Sammy's in the bloodline then he's out of the bloodline then he's this then he's if they didn't have those vaults they would have lost the audience yeah a long time ago but I, I feel like that's why it's coming because, coming because it's, it's, it's coming to an end. yeah anything, it, if anything because if okay say Cody actually finishes the story and beats Roman mm-hmm we can end the blood, not end it right there, but you can see the end happening. And Roman, who I wish they would have kept going with it, was slowly starting to turn to like a mad king. Like, ah, yes, like, yes. Like he, was, he was starting to lose it a little bit around yeah. Sammy, around like, you think I'm funny? You think that you're, I mean, basically, basically what happened with Evolution when they came back with the shield. Yeah. Like, and then Triple you have Roman and Batista and everybody. Yeah. Just start kind of going a little crazy a little bit more mad personally i would rather see him spear the rock in half because you know what? I, have, that I have different feelings about the rock that's a whole separate video we do not have time you know what we the mad hour king... 20 in on this video we do not no, no, no. have the time so, no, no. so the mad king could have happened it could have been eject like could have could have happened easily during the trial of, of uh, Sami Zayn, because that that's what you could have had it pulled that off that way you could have like it could have been explosive because now you yes, have the Usos backing Sammy. You you don't want to fight for this. You all this. You don't want to fight about for it. this. You I had a back solo. You had, you had Solo who was learning from Sammy, who was like always getting tagged with him and stuff. So you could have had them like you know what? Hey, we love you, bro, but you you going crazy. You we gotta step back. You know, Roman already had too. the opportunity to do that and they flopped it. No, I'm just saying at that moment at the at the trial of Sami Zayn, they no, but I'm saying, done well, it right, but at that time. He, right, but here he had that moment to go Mad King and they flopped it. They but no, but that could have that could have been a moment there. 
they could have say they fought before they could have fixed it and had them go like there they could have had multiple opportunities to even go that, even that it. even the moment with same like sammy at the uh uh but the, the when Roman told Sammy to hit uh, Owens while he was tied up on the ropes. That could have been a mad key moment right there where they all said, nah, we're not good with this. We're not well, doing this. The thing. They've already had multiple times to have that mad king moment and they flopped every single one. But rock. I mean, hey, the we had multiple times to get the rock to show up one but schedule conflicts and oh, look where we are now. Oh, one at a time, one at a time. Hit me out on this one though. Because yeah. they, you literally had that mad king moment where Jimmy and Jay turned on each other, and even so much so, you had Solo in the mix. It was like, no, you, you know, these are my brothers. You're my tribal chief, but I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna flip on my brothers just because you're mad at them. He had that moment to flip, mm -hmm. and just like you said, the trial of Sami Zayn, Saints Day, he's had multiple moments to kind of unveil the Mad King persona. Yeah. But they dial it back for some reason, and then they just keep on with the same. Well, he keeps on trucking as the tribal chief. He's done <laughs> days with little title defenses. Yeah, so it's like that's what I'm saying. It goes back full circle to why I was saying to you, like the bloodline got stale, but without those vaults of, you know, those plugs of entertainment, like you know, Sami Zayn. I feel like Sami Zayn saved. Oh yeah, line for a long time because they merch went up so much. If they didn't have his comic relief for as long as they did, I don't think the bloodline would have even gone another year after that point. It would have just fell off and been completely so, stale. So speaking with the bloodline now, now we we've got different evolutions, different evolutions of the of the bloodline now for the past three years from when you know from when it started to now. Now that we have the press conference, which I think is a, is remarkable, would you get that many people to show up for a, conference, a press conference? A press conference, like it was an actual WrestleMania type of thing. Well, that was um, the thing. the The smart move that they did was the fact that they announced the WrestleMania event in the same weekend as Super Bowl, and even made it a public appearance event. It's like, oh, it's so if you come on in, just check us out, you know. Were, but so, I gotta say, the kind of wet market appetite for WrestleMania. I I, I gotta say for like the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, to be come back and out uh, in real life to, you know, come back and be a part of the board. Now they give him be a part of the board, but in doing so, like you come to me that you want us we want me a part of the board. But all right, I do that, but we gotta make a deal. I want I want my name back. To make that, to, to have that deal where you can get your rock, his actual, the rock back, and he can actually use it and not have to pay them anymore, like how he used to. That's why he stopped using the rock as a as his uh, as a stage name. That's why you don't hear Dwayne the Rock Johnson in movies anymore because every time he did a movie, he had to pay, to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. So now, if he owns it now, that's just, that's the equivalent to a, a singer or rapper. On their masters. Well, that's the like, same. That's thing. That's, hey, well, that's we come full circle to Taylor Swift. Yeah, well, that's the same yeah. too. Where it's like Cody Rhodes <laughs> owns his own name. Chris yeah. Jericho owns his own name. The it. Yeah. Oh, but then it's just like you see these superstars that literally have to modify their identity, and this is the thing. Or you can change their name. Uh, period. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, WWE has a chokehold where they're able to make money in different avenues and different ventures. Because if you look at them, they have video games. They have yeah. their own movie studios. They have, you know, sponsorship plugs. Now they have this deal with Netflix. And I'm wondering how that is going to unfold. It's like, now you have to have a Netflix subscription to tune into Monday Night Raw. I think that's going to play a huge negative part in their views just because of the fact that you have to subscribe to a, a streaming service to be able to watch Monday Night Raw programming. I'll mean, be true. I was subscribed to but Netflix and the WWE Network when I had it. I had both of them. Um, right. But it's just like they're, they're, having your own network and having a stream and having your content on a streaming service yeah. is different because look at like i told you during um black friday i got peacock and you know i paid like six bucks for the full year that's great but the thing is there is wwe content on peacock but i don't have access to the new content besides the pay-per-views yeah you know what I'm i saying? mean it's, so honestly it's like, the network is just a dump on they, they just dumped everything stuff they had on the network on peacock it's really nothing too much new like the, you know, besides the NXT stuff, uh, like the documentaries they used to do exclusively oh, for that. So uh, it's just like the problem is, you have all your content being fractured on different streaming services, and then it's just like now you're putting your live content on a streaming service. Now it's going to be even harder for someone who doesn't have cable TV. Or a hacked fire stick. I mean, and able to watch your content. I mean, there's more people that has Netflix than actual cable these days. Yeah, but also let's not forget Netflix constantly jacking up the prices and restricting password sharing. So yeah. like that's and it it boggles my, it's they, billions of dollars. Cool, W's making money, 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 money. What's the point of getting Peak out there? Why did you? Why did you force us to get this app? If you're just gonna go to another app, yeah. I'm spending. I'm spending four ninety nine here, fifteen ninety nine here, six. And what like, the fuck? Right. What are and we doing? Wrong. What are we doing? So, so for what I gather, for what I gathered from um, learn from looking up, researching, the Peacock basically brought the SmackDown stuff. So you go to you go to them for SmackDown. And then you go to Netflix for Raw. Yeah, Netflix is so only Raw, ad free at least. But yeah, so you go to Raw, you go to, you go to Netflix for I mean Peacock for the the, the SmackDown. And, that doesn't make and, sense and, though because and, Raw is on Peacock also. Yeah, but they will not be after after this year. They're not going to be streaming any more Raw stuff because everything goes into effect in twenty twenty five. So it will only, so basically you have, just like you have two channels, which is. Which is wild. It's still 2020. Like NBC's over there. Like, hey, dog, we got work together for like yeah. 11 months. Like but the they social media have team is like, we got they 11 months. Have, yeah, but I mean, deal, but... what happened with Raw, and then they ended up having to leave. Um, they ended up having to leave what service to go back to USA? Uh, uh, they were on what? Uh, Raw was on TNN. For yeah, that was only for like Spike two TV. years. That was like two years, so like, yeah. I think it was four. Four years, yeah. Pretty no, much. Spike was literally back in like 20, 2000. Yeah. 2000. So, yeah, so it I wasn't that long. Then they we, were on USA. We have the technology. 
Yeah. Then they were USA. Then they were on TNT. Then they were like they just been bouncing. No, it was never on TNT. It was always USA. TNT's always been Turner Classic. That's that's always that's that that WCW country right there. Turner would never have WWE product on this shit. But yeah, so what was I about to say? Yeah, so you have that. So what I'm trying to say is, all right. So now that we have these, this is what I'm going on. So now we're gonna get. Yeah, they were on TNN, which slash Spike for five yeah, five years. years, which is funny because I was watching the Paul Heyman documentary a couple weeks back. They was going to get that that TNT uh, Spike Spike deal to have their show be over there on TV, but WWE came in and they were the bigger big shot, and so they took it over. So they like, nah, never mind. We changed our mind to ECW. So that was ECW's last ditch effort of having a TV deal, having money coming in to their their company. So that was another thing that I really never agreed with. The fact that you had these, and correct me if you feel off about this, I feel like ECW getting the axe and them just get rid of the brand like was such a bad move because it's just like no i mean it wasn't the same one like hear, me out though. like hear me out though yeah where we had you know those individuals like you had certain people that weren't on the main roster but they still had an outlet to like you could go and watch their matches and they were really good matches like for example when christian kind of started falling off and didn't have a storyline on the main roster because this was at that time before that whole yeah. one or match for the but world. Let's not forget, Christian, Christian had left the company before that. He was yeah, he was in the Christian came back to when he came back, he came to ECW. ECW. Right. Because yeah, he, he had a huge impact on team TNA. Yes. Yeah, well, that was when he left with that chip on his shoulder because he had that whole one but more match storyline for the world that title. Was, that was before that. Yeah. Right. So that's so oh. like that just like go too much off the top again. But the nail that put the nail the coffee on that shit. Uh one, I looked at some videos of ECW, the WWE ECW version. Mm-hmm. God, there was a lot of horrible wrestlers on that. There was not a good I mean you had some gems that was in the making, but a good amount of characters that was there was not great. I, I agree and disagree. The thing that killed ECW for the, the WWE ECW was the fact that it was easily a WWE ECW. That's what it was. Yeah. On top of that, let's not forget the worst pay-per-view of all... Well, I wouldn't say of all time, but one of the worst modern pay-per-views. Yeah. December to, to December. December. Yeah. This pay-per-view had two matches. Two. The, that pay-per-view had so much potential and they flopped it. Like and it, was, it was in that moment we knew they did not care about this brand at all. Nah. Now, at the same time, there was enough care that we saw people evolve into what they were going to be. We saw Zack Ryder evolve, go from the fucking one pant I don't know what yeah, he was yeah. trying. He was trying shit with that. Uh John Johnny Nitro become John Morrison, Morrison. which is the probably the biggest yeah. glow up for for a wrestler. Was that on that brand? 
CM Punk's debut and his evolution, becoming ECW champion and then moving over to Raw. Mark Henry. Oh, even some of Rey Mysterio's earlier matches, though, he was over on ECW competing, too. Hey, you got to remember, it was Mark Henry. Henry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the, the, the pay-per-view, don't... It was the one night stand. He, I think he might have had one match on EC, on ECW, ECW. Uh, yeah, Sabu. But that was that. That was a re, that was either the rematch from one night stand, or it was the one night stand match. But I think it was a rematch that he was he was there for. But uh, you had RVD, and then obviously, even, right? And then even so much so, the one moment that literally ignited one of the greatest rivalries in professional wrestling john cena versus rvd for the wwe championship where yes. with an outside interference yes yeah. and that was that was the launch that was basically that the was launch the launch for, the for that grudge and yeah. it was All right. hands and down you're also forgetting you're also forgetting that came out of it also the ecw that new ecw silver and black belt bro i was just about to say that belt was I love. I never didn't like it, but I liked it. It and the only person it fit, it looked good on to me. Mark Henry. Was, yes, that was. He's it. the only one. He made He's that the, belt. Literally, he made the only one. Belt. No, no, no. It looked good on Christian, and it did look good on on Matt Hardy. But it just fit because it, fit it, so well. it complemented the big boy. Yeah, it was it a good belt. I, like I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just the purest in me. I, the the OG ECW belt. Yeah, but so but much better. Wrong. Don't get me wrong, the OG belt is crazy, but this modern day silver and black was nice. It was like just, that old ECW belt would have looked great on somebody like the time, like CM Punk. Yeah, like, but could, that's the thing. The old ECW belt doesn't fit on bigger guys. Perfect uh, example. I was just about to point this out. Like this belt doesn't fit around me. Like I have to buy an extender to be able to wear it, and even so much so, it's. Like it's still awkward. Like Big Show couldn't wear the old ECW belt. He had to drape it over his shoulder like a gorilla. But let's not forget, Mark Henry didn't wear the the belt around his waist. He nah. also draped that bitch around his shoulder. Yeah, he was able to wear it though. It was big enough for him to wear. When it. I need, I need full graphic. I need full graphic proof of Mark Henry wearing that big ass belt. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm. I'm a look. I'm I a think look. it was big enough for him to wear it. He just like right. wearing it over his shoulder. Though. So like, all right. So, so why are you doing that? So my thing, but what's gonna happen, right? Even though we would love to see the 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 record, the rest, the Hulk Hogan record be broken, which I would love that. Um, would they do it? I don't think so because I wouldn't like I. <sighs> Because we gotta, we gotta change this. We gotta, we can't go another year with him winning the belt. I damn, see damn, he found it. Chico's right. Chico's right. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So, uh, told you. Uh, <laughs> like, um, I would so, like to see the Hulk Hogan record broken, but yeah, if it gets broken, I'd like to see it in the way. Where and again, we we talked about it, and I understand it. And his con and the way he set up his contract, great, that's smart. But like his title defenses are a fraction of what Hogan yeah. during his oh, title yeah. one. But we also but, gotta remember, we also gotta remember the time. The, the so time I feel that like with more title defenses, it would mean more for him to break that record. But let's let's not like, forget Hogan was wrestling record. But keep in mind, CM Punk was defending the title on Raw, on SmackDown, yeah. 
But he also did have a situ- his situation was different. But also, but like, like uh, Hogan, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, Hogan during that time was wrestling what almost every, not every, well, no, he was wrestling every week, different states, every state throughout the weeks. So, not just Hogan, but Bruno San Martino, uh, um, all those guys. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting somebody's name. Bob Backlund, that's who it was. Bob yeah. Backlund, even like, Cena's title defense, uh, his top 10 title defense, but also, were title defenses week in and week out, or at but least you also gotta remember, it wasn't when it came to wrestling back then when Hogan was the was the champion and is Bruno, there wasn't no, a lot of TV time. You, you got when it came to your, your city, yeah, but they had the they. They had like the little live TV shows on Saturdays, mm-hmm. but they didn't have a raw. They didn't have they they had the Saturday I, morning stuff. They had the Saturday night stuff, main event. I I see where Chico's coming from because Reigns is defending the title. I think four maybe fourteen times yeah. in total, and those fourteen out of over a thousand day reigns is kind of like yo. Well, wait, what, what about what, what about Brock Lesnar? Oh, I'm on his ass too. I'm on his ass too. Like he was just bad. I didn't like him when he was champion either. Because this is the thing. This is the thing that bothered. He was just simply not there for like six months. No, no, no. This is the thing that bothered me, and this is the thing that was really funny. It was literally the pot calling the kettle black. Because one of the things that I did not like was the fact that you have Brock Lesnar, literally our champion, but he spent more time literally with a thumb in his ass on his private jet, literally hanging out at other events and stuff and not defending the championship he would defend the championship maybe once every third pay-per-view so you've gotten over like what 300 days as champion but you haven't done anything and the funny thing is roman when he was trying to dethrone the beast was saying oh how you're a paper you're never wrong but you've literally become the thing that you hate the most so now it's like you're doing the same exact thing but that's also what's well, that's the thing. But so that, he actually got into the position, and he like, oh, I get it now. Well, that's the thing. Oh. That's all well and good, but here's the fact of the matter: you got a guy like, for example, Seth Rollins, who now is literally defending the championship week in and week out on weekly programming on pay per views, and more. literally he on one leg and a broke back, <laughs> defending for all he's worth, and then. Yeah. You you see that, and it's like, and that's where that storyline comes in, where like, oh, he's the B champion, I'm the A champion because I'm not. No, 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 no. If anything, right now there is validity behind what was said at that pay per view, you know, press conference. That I'm sorry, but that Coca Cola looked really good. I'm that way, me just like damn. One now too. I was drinking. I've been I've been drinking water all day, so I'm like, ooh, ooh, that looked good. <laughs> no, but um, yes. So it's like you literally have, you know, Seth Rollins like literally weekend, weekend and week out defending the world, the world heavyweight championship, and you know, then you got Roman that literally, oh, I've been, oh, I've been champion for over a thousand days. Okay, well, almost half of all your title defenses you won because of outside interference. That's the other half was because of outside interference because of someone else and then yeah. you know what i mean so it's just like mm-hmm. where where is the substance there were one or two matches that you so, square but in the sense of your title run 
there's not much to go on. All right. Well, so before we leave out of here, let's get to this heel rock. Now, oh Lord, you you saying before we get out of here, that's that's about the hour. No, heel rock, heel rock, joining the bloodline. It feels like the attitude era all over again. We're getting. Yep, yeah, I feel so, like this is, but I feel like this is going to make the story for Cody even greater because I feel like he's going to have one. He's he's wiser now. He understands how he knows how people work. The whole the whole family works now. You know, he's now he's not, I'm not listening to nobody because the best thing he did was one of the best things was that really? promo the week before. Where he said, you know, I'm gonna take everything you have, but just not at WrestleMania. And then you, we got to see his face when The Rock showed up, like he was gonna pass the baton to him, like, okay, you can go have this moment. But then you see the backlash we got. We had that Daniel Bryan moment, and then yeah. it's like he comes out at the, the press conference, realizing, you know, because he was because he's all about his elders, listening to the elders and being respectful to the people that you came know what. Him. Look, I just had WrestleMania 35s all over again. Yeah. So, what, what do you mean? just had WrestleMania vibes all over again. Cody is Daniel Bryan at this point. And yeah. And have, you know, The Rock and Batista literally making his comeback to try to become world champion again against the They're going to put him through it. They they are going to put Cody Rhodes through it. I kid you not. This is gonna, they're going to put him through it. I don't think they're going to try to set up to be the same way as like how Daniel Brown was getting beat, getting his ass beat during that match, but in a similar fashion, somewhat down the line. But because I feel like they're still going to try to do that, uh, the tag team match in Perth before WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be for Elimination Chamber. To be honest with you, I really do. Well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That, that's, that's, that's Elimination Chamber. chamber. That's the that's the Elimination Chamber going to be at in Perth, Australia. Um, so what I'm saying is like we're gonna get this story. It's gonna be even greater for Cody because he has so many odds against him, and they like okay, we're gonna build around him because he's been ready. And the fact that he had the story of him leaving, building himself up, going to another, making his own company, leaving that company to come back home to try to you know to get it for this, get it for his family, to come up short and get screwed over, then to come back and now have more odds against him. And now he's like, he's realizing, okay, this is a little bullshit. It's like, because I'm listening, trying to be respectful to you and this person, this person. No, forget that. I want my match. No, no but that's where, that's where it literally blows back to the whole fact of that, you know, him being the person that he is. And one of the things that I noticed is like, I feel like they're trying to build the storyline behind the fact that you know, the American dream, you know, may be gone, but, the but nightmare. We, see, we see the Rhodes family in the American nightmare. Mm-hmm. But the best part is where the story, and this is what I was saying to you, where like Rock came out of nowhere. It's like, what the fuck have you been? Man? And then out of nowhere, you're going to just insert yourself into the main event. Like but, a lot of people, yeah. and the reason why for that backlash is because it's like, People have invested in the story for like two years now. I but you know what's good? But you know what's it, good about this whole thing? Very, it felt like oh, a very oh, okay. move where it's like, I don't like the idea. Let's just scrap it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. So it's like, 
hell yeah, you have all this backlash. And but it's good backlash. took it to a bit of an extreme where like they're threatening the rock starter. I thought that was stupid in the yeah, that was, this, Yes. That's I hate I love my geeks and my blurs, uh, uh my nerds and my, my fans like the, the wrestling fans and all that. But I hate when fans take things to the extreme. Like whatever fandom it is, what it is, either movies or, or sports or whatever, Don't be they going. always yeah. got bunch to take it to the extreme where they want to murder somebody. Don't or they wish death upon their family. Her story, her story, her career has nothing to do with her father. Don't go like literally that. nothing. Nothing. He nothing. Has, has not played a part in her story. He has not played a part in her in her career so far. But these fans but take things so extra. What is the point of that? But these like, fans take things so extra. It is horrible. It's really horrible how people so really kind of just go back where now I think they did scrap that idea of uh the rock being in the main event to him being that heel senior advisor to Roman. But I think also this is why that. I think it's easy for him to go heal. Right. Because, oh y'all, y'all do this to my daughter? Of course. Y'all do this, I, I ain't be no good guy now. The thing with The Rock is he's always been able to go heel very quickly because Easy. of how brash and outspoken he is. So now we're seeing a resurgence of, like I said, that brash, cocky Rock from WrestleMania 8 when he was facing Hollywood Hulk Hogan. 18. Where he was 18. Talking, oh, excuse me. 18. I'm sorry. Um, where, you know, that brash cockiness where I don't know why I was thinking WrestleMania 8. <laughs> um, where that brash cockiness yeah. is like, like, I'll kick your monkey ass right now. So we're seeing that again. And that's always been a thing. Like, it's like snap, just like how the Stone Cold was able to be. Like, he had his moments where people were cheering him. And then he had his moments where, like, people would be like, dude, what the fuck? But are see, you? it's so good. It just shows you how good these wrestlers are for the past. Like a guy like The Rock, somebody like like uh, a guy like uh, The Undertaker, you know, even though he's being himself now, he can still snap back into an Undertaker promo easily. He somebody, won't do that though. Stone Cold Steve Austin, these guys can go from being regular to jumping to their character on instant easily. The one, the one thing about Phil Brooks though is he won't do it. He could, but he won't. Because he played that persona for 30 years. He made sure he didn't break character for 30 years. Yeah, but How- he always did a American Badass version. Well, yeah, he could, but remember, you did you watch The Last Ride? Yeah. So, breaking news, The Rock and Roman Reigns will be on SmackDown this Friday, as announced 23 minutes ago. Well, technically, Instagram had announced it like two days ago, but yeah, they he, they, they talked about that last on, on SmackDown. I'm slow. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, you just you breaking news. Breaking news is on Friday. Like that, I just found out that Bruce yeah. Reed ain't going to the chamber, and I'm pissed off. How you gonna have my big Aussie not in Aussie? Right? No shoot. I didn't think about that. Don't make no goddamn sense. You gonna tell me we just gonna re- all right, all right, you wanna take you wanna take Bailey? Hey Rhea. Hey, how you doing? Uh I know you And that is the conclusion of Mary Night Podcast. Shut the fuck up. Uh I know you married to Buddy Matthews. I don't really have much to offer. I can make you laugh. I I don't have a lot of money. 
I got a brownie and some hockey. I ain't got much. I got some dice. You like D&D? I got dice. So, like so, Gate. so we're going I back got... to the love connection? <laughs> On the love boat. Da, 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 da. You know, you know, <laughs> you know have a, you have a red hat Ozzy outside your door ready to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be outside waiting for you. I got a sword. I don't know. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't um, fight fair. You you could have picked somebody that was single. Somebody that was single in there. Who's single? Who is single in this month? month? Wait, 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 is Willow Nightingale single? Are you single, Willow? Are you single? What about you, Chris Statlander? You single? You know um, what? I I get to go to TNA next Saturday. I get to go to TNA in New Orleans, not New Orleans, in West Wego. It's still New Orleans, wherever. We'll see. We'll You'll see. see. Who there. We'll see. But, who there. Okay. So, all right. Predictions so far. Do we think Cody's going to get it? Do we think Cody's going to win? I hope to God, yes. I think he's going to I think he's going to I think he's going to take it. All right. I well. Think to answer your question, I feel like it's gonna end up, you know, with Cody hand raised holding that belt. Okay. Same. I feel like it definitely it needs to happen. Real quick, um, I'll, I'm gonna let you, I'll let you finish, but real quick, what if I because I just forgot about a whole missing piece? We all know it's gonna be Drew and Seth at Mania. It just has to be. It yeah. just has to be. What if, what if a certain someone mm -hmm. pulls a heist of the century on Seth? Oh, that's, we have not talked. That man has been forgotten, but I just thought about that. The what money if he's in the bank, but that's the thing, though. We'd have to find out who's in the money in the bank match. Oh, he already has the contract. He still has the contract. Damian, Damian. Oh, yeah, shit. Damian still has the contract. He can easily slide in, no matter who. He can wins. literally hold it until Money in the Bank the, that this year. I he forgot they don't do WrestleMania Money in the Bank anymore. No, it's his own. Pay -per -view, it has to be a full which, year, which means he could cash in on Seth after his match with Drew, because Drew ain't winning that match. He should, but he ain't winning that match. You want to know what I think may happen? Oh, and beforehand, since you guys said yours, you know, Ricochet, I love you, but your wife, ooh, Samantha. Oh my ooh. God. Yeah, that's how it's very women. I can fight Ricochet. I think I can do that. Mercy. I think I can do that. No, I'm going to say, bro. <laughs> Love you. You're an amazing in rank better, but man, yeah, yeah. And I'm fucking up the wrong tree. I died a little bit. Y'all are adulterers. That's what y'all are. Adulterers. You're the last one to be talking. Who are you hitting on? Bailey. She's single. She ain't single. Yes, she is. Okay. Yes, she is. She is single as a bill, dollar bill. Oh, jeez. Come on, people, get it together. No, there was someone else in there. In y'all trying to bring up Happy Homes? No, there is. Well, that's the thing. The only other person I was thinking of, I think, is with Braun Strowman right now, and I can't do that. You big boy. Oh, Raquel. Yeah, Raquel's not with him either. They broke up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yo, oh. Yeah. yeah. 
the engagement was called off. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> um, but uh, switching back, um, I think what may happen is yes, Punk won't be at WrestleMania competing, right. but as he, he's shown, he was there for the press conference. Mm-hmm. He wants to see action. Mind you, this is all because he got hurt, right? But the problem is, it's just like how Brock Lesnar wouldn't shut up about destroying the streak back, you know, in WrestleMania 30. Kept yeah. running his mouth and running his mouth, and then that was mostly Paul Heyman. You know, but... No, true, but you know he speaks for Brock Lesnar. So you know, coming to battleground where you know he's moments away from becoming champion, you know the Undertaker makes his appearance. I feel like what may happen in the closing moments of that match, CM Punk inserts himself, and then from there causes Drew to lose the title, and then we could probably see Mr. Money in the Bank. I got a couple of things I could say in Spanish that wouldn't be polite. Um uh Senor Money in the Bank may make his appearance, but I don't think uh he will be successful. I think he may not you be have, successful. You have to have you've had to last the last money in the bank was an Austin theory and y'all I'm instead of challenging for a world, I'm a challenge for the United States champion. I ain't never been more angry and at oh my god. Oh my well, technically, anybody, cool. well technically that's the thing though. They changed the wording from a title match to any title match. Yeah. So it it's should just, be a world. It, you know what I, it you should know why be a they world. did that? You know why they did that? Because when they gave that shit to Otis for the money to bank, it was like, oh, God, this ain't realistic at all. And, and my boy Otis dirty. They, they were just trying to do a shop value when they had it, when they had him win it. So that, now they big like, belly fellas win shit. That, but that's that why big they fellas it. win shit. So now if Otis win again, he can choose between the major belt or, in a, or NXT belt if he wants to. Well, that's the thing. You have, keep in mind, you did have Charlotte who won money in the bank and she challenged she was, yeah. Champion, so now that's right. The NXT yeah. Championship isn't a world title; it's a singles championship. So I feel like that's where the wording has been changed because this top superstar has won multiple world women's championships. So she went for the one thing that she hasn't won. Yeah, because she can have she, that under her belt. She won every belt. No, she she's won. held the NXT title. She's a two-time well, NXT champion now. Now. Now, mm-hmm. but, but that was before, because Rhea Ripley. Yes, but before she wasn't. She yeah, hadn't she held. Called, she got called up. And never had the, the women's. No, because because it was uh, the f- first time the f- uh, four horsemen. It was uh, Becky, Sasha. Yeah, but she Bayley. never had the belt. At that right, time. but that was during the women's revolution. She never. She got called up to the main roster. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe I could have she beat Natalia for the the title. No, no, that no. was never for a belt. No, she oh, had man, she had a lot of matches. She had a lot of matches with Natalia, but, but never for the belt. To challenge, she never had the chance to challenge for the belt. Yeah, now let's see. Oh, let me see. Let me see. So let now me. that makes her a triple double crown, whatever. Now, like for her, she's a grand slam Yeah, she is a two-time NXT champion. She held the belt. 
Uh, she's the fourth. She was the not the fourth champion. Uh, why can't you just give me the thing? There we go. Uh, she was the second champion because no. Paige Paige vacated because she got moved up to Raw, uh, okay. and Charlotte won it at the first takeover. I hope to clean it all before they give it to her. And she won it by beating Natalia. I knew. See, I know my. Sh- I might be old and crazy. I, I, hope, I know I my they, shit. I hope to clean that better. I hope to clean that better off before they give it to her. Never held the NXT title. Huh? So why? No, I was just saying. Why did they make it sound like she never held the title then? That's that's that was bad wording on their part. Because she's right, literally right after Paige. Then Sasha beat well, her. Then Bailey, Oscar, Oscar went under. It's the only person to like. Give up the belt because she was undefeated. Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler, Kari Sane, Shayna Baszler again. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair was is the eleventh one. Okay, guys. Uh, so obviously we could go on about this forever. Uh, we're gonna cut this off because we already gave okay. our prediction. Oh yeah. Uh, but you'll see. You know, we'll be back next week for another show. This is the Bear Night Podcast. I'd like to thank Choji, aka Brian, to the show. Chico, aka Jonathan, to the show. Everybody got their belts, you know. Everybody looking like champions and stuff. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Harvey like digesting this video, this audio. I I am so grateful for that. Uh, we back next Tuesday for another episode. This is the Bear Night Podcast. Remember to be yourself and bear it all. Peace. Jurassic Parker.